When coffee's good, it's great. But when it has a great name, it's amazing. Cabingo! My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. So Capingo is the name of the washing station, which is located in the commune of Kayanza in the northern part of Burundi. It has over 3,000 3, uh, registered growers and is spread over 18 hills. Now we haven't done a Roland's daft fact for a time, but this would be the kind of fact that Roland would love. And it is in 2016, all of the producers in Cabingo had a combined 1,010,062 coffee trees. That's an average of 284 trees per, per producer. Now, who went round and counted those? I want to know who was out there and actually counting all of those trees. It probably was Roland. Um, these producers are organised in groups of 30 people. Uh, headed by a farm leader who helps coordinate the collection centres for the producers. This means that producers don't have to travel so far and then they get them to the centres and then they get them from the centres to Cabingo. So it's almost like, like a drop-off station for them to drop off their, uh, their, their that day's pickings and then somebody else will get it to the main Cabingo station. Uh, Cabingo is really focused on getting a wider network, so helping people who are in far off different parts be able to deliver their coffees, but also get access to facilities like, you know, uh, fertilizers, subsidies for seedlings, good economic practices, tools, training, um, and they're working really hard so they can help people benefit throughout the supply chain who may be a little bit more isolated. But that's not all. They're also very keen on the environmental side. So Greenco, uh, the company that manages the station, have equipped all of their washing stations with water treatment facilities, solar panels and batteries, uh, to be able to provide electricity for computers, uh, be able to have smartphones so they can get in touch with the outside world. And there's lots of training going on. So the farmer groups are trained in social aspects like gender equality, financial planning, family planning, breastfeeding, and many, many other things. It really is a poster child for trying to not just improve quality, but improve the conditions and improve where they live. So quick rundown, it's from Burundi, it's from the province of Kayanza, um, nearest town is Kinga, washing station is called Kabingo, which is at an altitude of 1,839 metres above sea level. Most of the producers range from 1,600 to 1,900 metres. Uh, over 3,000 people delivering to the station, uh, with 99.9% uh, .9 of it being Bourbon, and it is a fully washed. So this week we're going to focus on the tasting notes of the coffee. Um, and that's because I thought it was quite unusual. So for me, this is very melon driven. So I want you to think like Galia melon, uh, but for also a little bit of honeydew melon in there as well. Um, but the Galia melon is the one with the, like, the little one with the wrinkly green flesh. Um, and it has, uh, I think the reason that we ended up deciding on that one was that it does have a little bit of a white grape flavor to it as well. Um, but for me, there's also some honeydew melon too. It's that kind of transparent, clean sharpness. Um, there's orange zest. Um, so obviously, uh, something that we find a lot in coffees are zests. Uh, not, not necessarily that kind of um, orange flavor, but that real kind of like acidity. Um, and then it finishes with a, a cocoa powder. So kind of, you know, sweet, but a little bit of bitterness as well. Um, 
but very crisp and a very refreshing cup. So this week we're going to do a little bit of a geography lesson. Now I need my glasses on to see Burundi on here because it's a very small country just under Rwanda um, in uh, kind of Central East Africa. Um, and um, Burundi is officially known as the Republic of Burundi. Burundi. It's a landlocked country um, in the African Great Lakes region of East Africa. Uh, as I said already, bordered with Rwanda to the north, Tanzania to the east and south, and the DRC, Democratic Republic of Congo, to the west. Um, it's actually considered part of Central Africa, uh, but as I said, I always refer to it as kind of Central East Africa because it's not very central, unless I, I'm looking at a different one because I haven't got my glasses on again. Um, its capital is uh, Bujumbura, um, and its president is called Pierre... Nikonriziza, yeah, I've murdered his name there, has a population of around about 10 million people um, and gained independence in 1962 um, when it initially had a, a monarchy, but after a series of assassinations and coups, um, uh, the it became unsustainable to have that, so they ended up becoming a republic um, and a one-party state in 1966. Um, Bouts of ethnic cleansing, um, two civil wars, genocides during the 70s and 90s left the country pretty undeveloped uh, and its population one of the poorest in the world. Um, it's uh, an amazing place. Uh, I went there uh, last year. Um, or was it, no, is it the year before now because we're in the new year? But yeah, I went there around about 18 months ago. Uh, and a fantastic country, but you can really see that poverty um, uh, in place and it's somewhere that I think we should uh, try and spend a bit more money on our coffee. Oh, oh, I can't, I can't pour it without going. Camino! Oh, sorry, I had to get it out of my system. You don't know how annoying I am walking around the roasting shed shouting Camino all the time. And I can do it for quite a bit of time too. Um, so this week we're in my Mad About Sunderland mug as the, uh, um, Last quarter of the season is upon us. It's uh, it's been a good time so far. Hopefully, end of the season will prove good. Uh, hope all of you have watched Sunderland until I die as well. I am in it. Last episode, 16 minutes in. For about half a second, I'm on the screen, so you can see me on there. You don't just watch me on here. You can watch me on Netflix too. Let's drink coffee, not talk football. So... Like we talked about earlier, this is melon and it is uh, the Galia melon, the kind of wrinkled green skin uh, type one. But I also feel the honeydew melon in there as well um, because there is some white grape kind of going on too. Um, something that's been a common theme in the past few weeks is some orange zest too. Um, but what is different is the finish. The finish, it kind of sweetens up with cocoa powder, but with that little bit of bitterness as well. Um, it's a fantastic coffee with a fantastic name from a fantastic mug. Um, thank you for joining me. Please do come back soon. And remember, life is too short for bad coffee.